drinking by myself as per usual. My name is Rachel and this is Thoughts, a podcast where I get drunk and I give you a summary of movies that I watch. How are you doing today? Did you eat a lot of food yesterday? Okay, in my eyes, I am not celebrating anything about white people stealing land, brain disease, among many other things. I just call it, um, day of bread. (laughs) Um, okay, but actually, I'd like to know if anyone else isn't really that into Thanksgiving, like, generally speaking. Like, the food at Thanksgiving, to me, is pretty meh. Don't come at me. (laughs) I basically just eat bread and gravy, and don't get me wrong, satisfying, but it's not like It's not like that great. I don't know. I like the other annoying white people holiday that takes place on July 4th because barbecue is my favorite type of food. Um, plus I like being able to sit outside and like play card, like presidents and assholes or something. I don't know. How'd I get here? I don't know. But anyway, today we're going to be talking about Greece. And I was watching Twitch the other night, and um, Julian Solomita was doing a watch party, and he was watching Grease. Excuse me. Luckily, I was already drinking, but I wasn't, like, planning on doing this movie. I wasn't really sure what I was going to do. But as I was watching it, I realized that it's kind of sort of messed up. (laughs) And, like, I'm sorry if you love Grease. But this movie is significantly creepier than I remembered. Like, oh my god. But (laughs) I was going to take a shot every time someone says something like pervy. But if I did that, then I'd have alcohol poisoning. So instead, I'm going to take a shot every time someone does Eugene wrong. Like, it happens a lot. And I suppose that makes me less uncomfortable. Well, arguably. It still makes me uncomfortable because, like, they're all homophobic and shitty. So, I don't know. I'm just pouring one out for Eugene. How about that? Anywho, let us get into it. <laughs> so, we start and we're on a beach or some shit. Well, there's no one there but Danny and Sandy just making out, running around. And I'm sure y'all already know, but Danny and Sandy are the main characters. Um, basically, they have this summer fling and then she has to go back to Australia and then it's like the Greece's word. Now I'm talking Frankie Valley stands, where you at? Well well, not actually stand. He's got plenty of issues. Um fans of Frankie Valley's music Four Seasons thoughts? No? Um anyway. We're now in high school. And we see these four dudes that are just, they're loud and annoying, and they're also main characters. Um, not that three of the four of them aren't important, per se, but I don't remember their names. Um, all I know is Kinnicky, because he's more, uh, relevant, I guess, than the other three. I don't know, whatever. I don't know if Danny and his group are, like, popular at their school, if they're just loud and think they're cool, but that's that, so, (laughs) um, there's a lot of people in this movie that look like they're 
fucking 40 and they're supposed to be in high school but anyway we cut to a different part of the school and it turns out that sandy didn't go to australia or maybe she did i don't know what but she's here now she's actually at the same school as danny and his buddies and you best believe this will be interesting <laughs> so this girl frenchie is with her and i think frenchie deserved better throughout this movie but whatever anyway sandy's just like I'm not even going to try the Australian accent, but Sandy's just like, ugh, I'm a loser, blech, I don't, I don't know, whatever. But then we meet other main characters who I actually care about, um, and they're the pink ladies. And we've got Rizzo, who's like the leader, and then there's Marty, who for some reason I always wanted to be like, I don't know, but, and then there's Jan, who basically she's just there to be like the fat friend which is like shitty you can't see me doing quotes but assume every time i say fat friend i have quote like i'm doing those finger quotation things you know what i'm saying you know what i mean whatever <laughs> but she's just there to be like the fat friend and that's it's shitty as it is but also like she's very much not fat you know what i mean like it's one of those roles where they're like, oh, look at this fat character always eating and talking about food. And, like, she's not even remotely, like, the person that they're trying to make her look like. Alright, look here. I can almost guarantee that every single one of us has struggled with self-image at one point or another. But specifically bigger girls, I think, are targeted more than not. So shit like this really bugs me. <laughs> like, I know this was filmed in, what, the 70s? But it will never not suck to see someone, like, skinny being portrayed as the fat friend. Which just, it tells us actual fat girls that if, like, if she's gross, then we must be absolutely repulsive. But it's also, like the fat friend role is almost always the same like the only way they can be happy other than food is finding a guy which of course jan does her only character traits can be that she likes food and finds a guy who also likes food and wants to be with her you know what i mean like i think i'm just heated because i saw another movie recently um like it was made pretty recently i think and it was the same character trope thing. I, I don't know. Let's, let's just move on before I bore myself. <laughs> I, I could talk about this forever, but... So, like I said, too, um, th that's not to say any other body type or negative perception of oneself isn't valid. It, it absolutely is. Hopefully, in that sense, though, you get where I'm coming from. I just think that it's been so drilled into fat girls' heads that we will never be anything more than the fat friend. Do you know, do you pick up what I'm putting down? Anyway, y'all are beautiful. Everybody's beautiful. I need to tell myself that because I've got issues. Where were we? Um, literally just meeting the characters. Oh my god, oh, I'm garbage. But yeah, they're all seniors. And I think this is the first day of school. 
Um, but there's stuff going on with teachers and I'm not really paying attention because I'm just not noticing how much bullying is happening, like, in the background of this school. And Jesus. Like, people are shoving people into lockers and knocking shit out of their hands, like, on the ground. You know what I mean? But, anyhow, the 50-year-old high schoolers are, like, walking around, skipping class. And then my poor buddy Eugene comes in and you best believe they're bullying him. Like, the jerks they are. Like, they give him... Okay, that's cold. Okay. Um, like, they give him one of those hand buzzer things. You know what I'm talking about? What is this school? I don't know. But then we cut, at some point, to the pink ladies again. And they're eating, and Frenchie and Sandy join them. And they're just, like, uh, kind of bleh with Sandy. Then we cut to the dudes again, and they're just being weird objectifying women you know what i was gonna say they're objectifying women which they are um but it gets worse because they literally harass them looking up their dresses and stuff like these dudes are the fucking worst then we go into that one song that's like summer loving blah 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 you know what i'm talking about um but i think the point of the song might be why am i analyzing this I think that the point of the song might be that, like, he's telling the bros, like, I got some, and she's telling the, the girls, I don't know, wow, listen to this romantic tale, you know what I mean? <laughs> All the girls are like, ooh, cute, and the boys are like, auga. <laughs> oh my god. Like, everyone sucks, but this movie has bobs, like, we gotta be honest. Maybe, maybe it's because I'm asexual, but, like... Was everyone in high school actually this horny? I'm just confused. Like, I feel like this whole movie is just about horny 60-year-old teenagers. You know what I'm talking about? But I digress. Sandy's like, oh, his name was Danny Zuko. And everyone's like, oh, he's at this school, but we're just not going to tell her. I don't know. But then we just casually cut to this pep rally thing. And somehow Sandy is already a cheerleader. And, like, I didn't do that in high school. But I feel like it's not that easy to get into. But also this is supposed to be in, like, the 50s. Um, I guess also this is a movie. But <laughs> anywho. Sandy is having this, like, silent conversation with the boring quarterback. And while that's happening, the coach is talking about, like, mutilating the other football team because white people are weird about sports. And then we're seeing Danny and his little dudes, and they're, they just have this crappy car that they want to race for some reason. I, I truly, truly don't understand, but then we meet the enemy who's literally a guy with cystic acne that they think calling him crater face is appropriate. <laughs> but anyway, then we see the pink ladies being like, hey, Sandy, we have a surprise. And then the worlds collide. I mean, they go to the same school, so I guess it's not that crazy. But and Sandy and Danny see each other and Danny's like, oh, Sandy. <laughs> But then he's like, oh, it's not cool to be nice, so I'm just going to start treating her like a piece of ass. Um, but she's like, okay, uh, F-O, and she walks away. 
because, you know. Then Frenchie's just like to Sandy. The only guy a girl can depend on is her daddy. And I hate that line for obvious reasons. Um, but then Frenchie's like, hey, come over to my house. We're having a sleepover. Pink ladies. It'll be fun. And they're at the slumber party thing. And they're just smoking and drinking like girls do. But anyhow, Frenchie says she's dropping out to go to beauty school. And then they do that one song, the look at me, I'm Sandra D. Which, fun fact, I had no idea what virginity meant <laughs> when I was little. Which, it'd be weird if I did, but, um, anyway. I would go around singing that song, like, with my sister's name, and I'd be like, look at me, I'm Sarah T. And I thought that virginity had something to do with, like, the state of Virginia. <laughs> I'm stupid. I guess it's not even stupid for a little kid. I think it's probably, like, cute for a little kid, but my mom had to shut that down real quick. Um, but anywho, they're just, like, bullying Sandy while she's throwing up in the bathroom. (laughs) It's casual. You know, girls. So then Danny and his dudes show up at, like, outside of the house, and they're just like, hey, ladies. And Rizzo's like, Alright, I'm down. Which, look, Rizzo is just here to hit it and quit it. Um, they're horny horn dogs, what can I say? But, um, I must admit, one of the most relatable things in this movie is when Kaniki ditches his buddies to, um, hook up with Rizzo, and the three of them are like, when your friend ditches you to hook up with someone else... You know something is wrong. Let's go get pizza. (laughs) What was that voice? (laughs) But, like, if that ain't me. Um, anyway. That hopelessly devoted to you. Um, kind of weird now that I'm thinking about a high schooler singing that to a guy that was, like, an asshole to her. But go off, Sandy. Um, like, if your head is saying, fool, forget him but your heart is saying, don't let go. Maybe you should listen to your head this time. You know, like, I don't know. Like I said, songs on songs on songs. But the messages in this movie are just like, it's kind of weird. But uh, I'm also going to say it. John Travolta ain't cute. He wasn't cute then. He isn't cute now. I mean, isn't he into Scientology? Or at least he was. But look, I know he's had a really like, relatively sad life like his son died and I think his wife just died this year but I guess Tracy Turnblad's mom is not my type (laughs) whatever anyway so Rizzo and Kinnicky hook up and his condom is like a thousand years old older than him surprisingly but I'm sure that won't be an issue later will it wink wink um (laughs) but anywho we cut to the, the dudes fixing that crappy car that I mentioned earlier. I'm still not sure, sure why they're going to race it. I, I guess it's just guys being dudes. But then the 70-year-old high schoolers start singing about how sexy their car is going to be. And I forgot they literally say the chicks will cream for grease lightning. And I want to throw up. <laughs> but whatever. The song's a bop. I just... <laughs> Like, why? 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 (laughs) I'm also 
not into cars, but their dream car and their little fantasy is ugly. At least to me. Like, I, I would not be making fun of them if they weren't so creepy and gross in this movie. Like, not trying to shit on your dreams, but you guys are garbage, so whatever. Anyway, song's over, and we cut to the diner, and Danny sees Sandy on a date with that one boring quarterback dude from before. And while Sandy's going to the jukebox to change the song, Danny comes up and he's like, Hey, I'm sorry. I just, I had to be cool in front of my friends. Excuse me. Um, I really like you. Please forgive me, please. And Sandy's like, screw you. Tom's an athlete. And (laughs) so then we cut to Danny trying to be an athlete. And basically it's just him trying out all these different sports and realizing that he's not as cool as he thinks he is, which is kind of excellent. (laughs) Like, yes, please, let's humble him. Uh, Except the problem (laughs) I have with this is that I'm not really sure if that's what it is. I literally just said it is, but I think he thinks he's too good for all of it, but I don't know. You know what? I'm going to tell myself that he feels bad on the inside, (laughs) that this is a humbling experience. (laughs) Whatever. So then he's on like his hundredth sport. And it's track. And he sees Sandy. So he's trying to impress her. And he speeds up. And then he wipes out. (laughs) But then she comes running. And I guess that's all it took. I guess him busting his shit and her feeling bad was all all it takes for her to get her attention. But, yep. Sandy just decides to ditch the boring quarterback for Danny. Which, like, obviously she wasn't going to stay with him. And maybe he wasn't great, but, like, at least go tell him you're bouncing. I don't know, but anyway. Danny and Sandy try sneaking into the diner because Danny's just, like, this little baby that doesn't want his friends to see him. Which, obviously, they do see him because, like, it's a small diner and they aren't subtle. But, anywho, the whole crew shows up and Kaniki is fighting with Rizzo and Jan, the fat girl is getting along with the one dude that, surprise, surprise, also likes food. And he's just so sweet and says, and I quote, I think there's more to you than just fat. (laughs) Like, does that not just butter your biscuits and tug at your heartstrings? (laughs) Like, why can't I find a man that can love me and see past my fat ass, you know? Anyway. Danny and Sandy leave because Danny finally gives a shit about her, I guess. And he's like, you know, you don't deserve for people to be, like, making fun of you and just kind of, you know, walking all over you. So let's get out of here. And then there's a milkshake thrown and then it's just Frenchie left. Um, But then the lady that works at the diner, she comes over and Frenchie takes off her head wrap thing and her hair is pink. I think it's kind of dope, but... uh, I guess it's supposed to look awful, but I don't know. But anywho, we learned that Frenchie dropped out of beauty school now. <laughs> and she's like, uh, what the fuck am I supposed to do? So then you know what time it is. Beauty school dropout. Go back to a high school. And it's just her little guardian angel dude that, like I said, tells her to go back to high school. Um, Side note, how does one 
learn to blow a bubble, like with bubble gum. Because I've been trying literally since I can remember and I have never been able to do it. Um, please hit me up if you know <laughs> how. Anywho, song's over. I'm just gonna fast forward a bit. Like in short, Rizzo's now going to the dance with Crater Face. It's not my name, it's theirs. Um, I hate that name. And Kaniki is going with his lady friend, uh, Cha-Cha, who I very much dislike. Wait, did I say earlier that there was going to be a big school dance? <laughs> That's like a big part of the movie. <laughs> I'm the worst, but yeah, their school has this like big dance and it's televised and there's a celebrity dude that's hosting it, whatever. I don't know, but this scene, I do not remember being so creepy, but like it's very clearly creepy. Um... Basically, Marty has the hots for an adult human man celebrity person named Vince Fontaine. And he's like, hello. Like, straight up. This was the scene that I was like, nope, I can't, I can't take shots for every creepy predatory behavior because this is too much. <laughs> like, this whole scene has some excellent music. Don't get me wrong. Like, I would say just don't look at the TV so you can enjoy, but like there are enough creepy lines thrown in there that you might, if you're going to watch it, you might as well just watch it, you know? <laughs> um, may I also add, I, I don't know if this was a thing at the time. Maybe it was, but like, why didn't girls who had no date just dance with their friends or like each other? Like they're sitting there looking miserable. And then if a guy comes up to them and asks them to dance, they're like, what an honor. If whatever. But anyway, there's dancing, obviously. It's a dance. And then Danny runs into Cha-Cha and he gets weird. He starts pacing with his hands on his hips. I don't know. But then the infamous part where the adult approaches the child and hits on her. Um, not just hits on her though. Like he says, and I quote, do your folks know I come into your room every night? Like, hello. <laughs> I hate it. <sighs> and she's just like, my name's Marty Maraschino. Like the cherry. Like it's a no for me, dog. Nope. <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm uncomfortable. But then, oh, that was way too much. But then there's another Eugene moment. <laughs> um, where they're like explaining the rules of the dance. I don't know, but they're like, it must be guy girl. And everyone's like, sucks for you, Eugene. We love bullying and homophobia here. But anywho, then there's a hand jive. And at some point, Cha-Cha like knocks Sandy out or something. And she and Danny become partners. I don't know, it's weird, but Sandy bounces. Oh, also, one of the old lady teachers is literally, like, hanging on to the boring football player dude. Like, being a child predator is the thing here, I guess. I don't know. Um, whatever. Then there's, like, this mooning thing, and the dance is over. <laughs> and then we're at a drive-in movie theater, which, like, I'm all about. And everyone and their mom is there. Um... So Danny and Sandy are watching the movie and Sandy's like, 
that wasn't very cash money of you at the dance. But he's like, here's a ring. I almost started singing. What song is it? Here's a ring to prove that I'm no joker. Rocky War. Um, anyway, uh, he gives her a ring and then she's like, oh boy. <laughs> and then he tries groping her and she bounces. Uh, Cause yeah. Uh, like ma'am, maybe leave him for good this time. Like bounce for good. <laughs> um, but he sings a little song that's actually good, but like it's bothersome that a douchebag gets a song like that. Being just like, ugh, please don't leave me, Sandy. Um, also, remember that condom thing that I said before, like, towards the beginning? Uh, yeah, Rizzo thinks she's pregnant. Also, while she's telling Marty, Marty literally says something that I had never noticed or heard before, and she's like, I mean, I caught Vince Fontaine trying to put aspirin in my coke at the dance. Like, ma'am? Hello? <laughs> what? <gasps> oh my god. And then they just casually move on and everyone hears that Rizzo's pregnant. Like, <laughs> And Kaniki finds out and she's like, well, it's not yours, but I'm pretty sure it is. I don't- I assume- am I dumb? I don't know, but she's just being a strong, independent woman who don't need no man. Um, <laughs> I need to sleep. Anywho, we finally cut back to them with the car, and it's finally fixed, like that crappy car. Um, and they're like, all right, let's go race. Um, also, a teacher's there, like, encouraging this. I don't know. I don't know, fam, but... Then the bros get all sentimental and Danny and Kaniki are like, bros for life. Danny will be Kaniki's second, get, like, second hand man, whatever. In this very serious drag race. Um, before, the, before the race though, Rizzo gets such a good song. What a queen. All these 80 year old high schoolers are getting ready to race. And if I didn't say it before, they're racing with the enemy. Um, and suddenly Cha-Cha is back with Crater Face Dude, which, I, like I said, I hate that name. I'm just calling him what they call him because I don't know if he has a name. <laughs> um, but Kaniki gets bonked in the head somehow and he appears concussed. So, so then Danny has to race and whatever. They race. Sandy's watching from a distance and surprise, surprise, Danny wins. Um, I have never understood this part. I don't think I will ever understand this part, but for some reason, after watching this, Sandy's like, hmm, I need to change everything about me to make Danny happy. Like, what in the what? But, like, but for why? I don't know, at least her final form is a great Halloween costume. Am I right, ladies and men and non-binary friends? <laughs> but, yeah. Um, it's the last day of school now. And Sandy comes on down, looking like a snack. And everyone's drooling. And they sing the, you're the one that I want. You are the one I want. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And then, like, Basically, right after that, they sing the We Go Together, like, rah, 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 uh, which I like. Don't get me wrong, but, like, what drugs was the writer of that song 
taking. It sounds like Dr. Seuss or some shit. I don't know. But anyway, they literally fly off into the sunset. Like, Sandy and Danny are in that crappy car and it flies. I, I don't know what else to say. Um, I get, I guess the end. <laughs> I don't know how to rate this movie. The music's a five out of five, but like the rest is probably a one out of five. <laughs> so I guess like three out of five. I don't know. It's just a lot. Oh my God. Wait, I forgot. They make fun of Eugene at the end. He gets pied in the face. Here's another one. This is to you, Eugene. They did you so dirty. Mm. I accidentally spilled all over the place. It's fine. Anyway, what happened? Oh, yeah, Eugene got pied in the face. Um. Oh, wait, another thing happened. Rizzo isn't pregnant. <laughs> Forgot to mention that. She's good. Um. <laughs> yeah, no. Um. Anyway. Sorry if I shat on a movie that you love. Um, I loved Grease too, but like it is way more uncomfortable than I remembered. <laughs> but I feel like the beauty of this podcast and like what I'm doing here is that the movies I've seen before, I either learn that they're better than I remembered or much, much worse. <laughs> In this case, it is the latter. <laughs> but, um, I think that is all I got for today. As per usual, links in my bio. This week I'm adding a new link. Um, I don't know why I haven't done it before, but the Loveland Foundation. Um, if you haven't heard of it, please go check it out. Uh, I'm gonna read a little blurb from their website, but they're focused on bringing opportunity and healing to communities of color, especially to black women and girls, and through fellowships, residency programs, listening tours, and more, they ultimately hope to contribute to both the empowerment and the liberation for the communities they serve. And Rachel is just awesome. If you haven't looked at it before, please check it out. Please donate. If a bare minimum, please go follow Rachel. Like, I... <laughs> she is so fucking incredible. But anyway. Black Lives Matter. Um, I almost said go register to vote. <laughs> um, wear a mask. Uh, please don't leave your house if you don't need to. Because cases are rising. People are dying. Please be a considerate person. Um, I guess that's all I got. <laughs> Be confident, positive, study a bit, and sleep a lot. Have a good weekend, and I will talk at you next week. Bye, friends.